When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So this chart right here is familiar to most of you, I would assume. It's been well documented that Venezuela is undergoing a hyperinflationary event right now. In fact, you know, we recently had a, a report published by the IMF stating that by the end of the year, Venezuela might be experiencing a million percentage point inflation on a year-over-year basis. Now, I did also read an article which, over on Forbes which correctly pointed out that the idea of even trying to project where hyperinflation will be in the future, or even try measuring hyperinflation in the first place, is a, a pointless exercise. It's an exercise in futility because it's so unpredictable. But you can see from this chart, even, even this chart, which I think is conservative, showing you know over 40,000% inflation on a year-over-year basis, at some point, it no longer matters if it's 50,000, half a million, or 5 million percent inflation on a year-over-year basis. For all intents and purposes, the currency is gone for good, right? It's just a matter of, is it going to be a year from now, or is it going to be a couple months from now? It's gone. But this video today is not going to be focusing on Venezuela and their hyperinflationary event. It's a tragic story, but it's also been well-documented, even among the mainstream media. You guys know that they are in, in in major trouble over in Venezuela, and you know that hard assets like silver and gold have fared well. Anything that, that is that is tangible, right, has fared well in Venezuela. I, I'm not going to be talking about them today, though. Instead, I want to show you three different countries, which, although not as extreme, have suffered or continue to suffer through a significant amount of inflation even today. I'm not talking 40,000% inflation, not necessarily 100% inflation right now, but but more than what we experience, or at least what we're used to hearing we experience here in the United States. The official data for the United States puts inflation, you know, in the, you know, 1, 2, 3% range, depending on the quarter, depending on the year. I tend to be very skeptical of that data. The methodology used to to collect inflation data has been changed over the years, and I think oftentimes it's manipulated to make inflation look lower than what it actually is. However, looking at these other countries, um, the point of what I want to show here is, is that these other countries' currencies in many ways, whether it's Venezuela or the other ones I'll be talking about in this video today, in many ways, mirror what will eventually happen to the U.S. currency. Has the U.S. dollar undergone a collapse already? To some extent, yes. It's lost you know, upwards of 97% of its purchasing power in the last 100 plus years, 104, 105 years since the Fed was created. But it, it, it has much, much further to go, right? We're, we're, we're still on this side of the chart. We still have to experience this hyperinflationary event here. Um, even 10, 20, 30% inflation, even that could be extremely destructive to our economy and of course our currency so the first country that i want to talk about here is turkey okay turkey and their their currency the lira has been undergoing 
a lot of currency destruction lately. Some of it's their monetary policy. Some of it's uh, f- uh, currency traders, forex traders. Some of it's lack of confidence in their central bank and their government. But as you can see in this chart here, zero um, percent inflation is not even on this chart. Okay, this has been a systemic issue for Turkey for years. This this chart goes back a full ten years, and in that period of time, you know, you could draw a line. You know, through maybe 2017, the average inflation just ballpark number, probably around 8% on a year-over-year basis. Now, more recently, it's jumped up over 10%, and and most recently, it's been in the news as we've kind of seen this emerging market crisis also um, unfold, 16% inflation. Okay, that is pretty significant inflation, um, and, and that's a that's nothing to be trifled with. Um, now, imagine how our economy, how our currency would respond to if we suffered this the, the same type of inflation here in the United States. Um, it, it could be catastrophic. Either A, you put a lid on that inflation by raising interest rates, the central bank, or you let it run its course and, and you know the next stop is 20, 30, 40% inflation and on from there. Um, now, the other point that I want to make uh, on this is how have physical assets fared in Turkey, and and of course this is a silver channel, so I do want to show you guys um, the the price of of silver over in Turkey. Okay, so this is a chart going back to you know roughly ten years, a little over ten years old, um, going back to two thousand eight. Now, wh- what's interesting about this chart is, is you guys will note that as of right now, is silver is basically at an all time high, or at least you know in the last ten years, a ten year high for silver right here. You know, we saw this peak back in 2011. We had the same peak in in dollar terms. If you're pricing the silver in in U.S. dollar terms, but it came back down, just like it came back down in U.S. dollar terms. Now, since then, you know, it, it peaked at what around fifty dollars, roughly, in U.S. dollars. It today it's in the fifteen something dollar range, fifteen fifty somewhere around there. You know, that's that's a you know that's less than a third of what it was. Okay, over in Turkey priced in lira silver is actually higher than what it was in 2011 if you had bought silver in 2011 you would not be underwater right you'd actually have a profit off of that granted you know uh it's not a huge profit but but you've helped preserve your wealth you've helped preserve um you know your 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 you know, it's it's kept pace with it at least now with that being said silver remains extremely undervalued right to to say that silver has gone up what maybe maybe ten percent in in um you know eight years over in Turkey, even though their currency has has crashed by you know like four hundred percent, four hundred percent uh you know weaker than than what it was. Um, this is not that big of a deal, right? You'd expect to see much much higher. But again, we have to remember that in in all terms, silver remains extremely undervalued but i did want to show you this that that we have this idea in our head that silver is only down in u.s dollar terms or or that silver is down you know across the board but mostly that's only in currencies like the dollar or the yen or the the euro that's really suffering especially the dollar more you know as of late as as we've seen some dollar strength Um, this tells an entirely different story though right and as inflation ramps up in turkey this is going to continue to rise i'd i would assume um furthermore you know, once silver as a whole is revalued, not just in lira terms, but but in all paper currencies, you know, hopefully to the point where measuring in paper currencies is, is, is like with Venezuela is an exercise in futility. Um, 
it's going to go much, much higher, right? So this is a great example right here of, of the type of inflation that we very well could eventually experience here in the United States for a variety of reasons that I can explain in a different video, whether it be a, a runaway uh, debt in, in terms of um, government debt, um, further easing of, of monetary policy, more quantitative easing, more 0% interest rate policy or negative interest rate policy. This is a great example right here. The next country that I want to talk about is India. Now, India, a little bit different, right? As of lately, now I expect this inflation to slightly tick up again as we're going through some of this emerging market business, emerging market crisis. Um, but as you can see here in India, um, I don't know how far back they have their data. Looks like 2012 here. Um, still, a significant amount of inflation. You know, as of late, it actually dropped below 2% there. It looks like in 2017, you know, today it's around 5% inflation. But in the past, you know, 10% was the norm, 8%, right? And again, if you look at uh, the, the, um, the price of silver in the rupee, the Indian rupee, um, you, you're going to see not quite the same story here. But, you know, I, I still think this is important here. You had, you know, at its peak, silver around a little over 2,100 rupee. Um, today, you know, let's say roughly half of that, okay? Now, again, if we're talking about U.S. dollars, that would be like saying that silver is at $25 today, right? It's only come down 50%. Again, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Silver has performed poorly. And the reason for that is, is manipulation, um lots of manipulation by 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 bullion banks etc um it's also been that that a lot of the sentiment behind uh physical assets has has been crushed time and time again by that very manipulation um and of course it's it's purely a paper market right now right and until the physical market really begins to take over which i which i believe is going to happen but i don't want to sugarcoat this that that silver is doing poorly but you have to remember that in dollar terms it's down you know again less than a third of, of, of its peak in 2011 in rupee terms roughly half right give or take you know a couple percentage points maybe it's a little bit less you know maybe down 55 percent or something like that but you know as a whole it's hanging in there right a uh, totally different story in rupee terms um final currency i want to talk about here and, and i actually have another video or another series of charts here that i also want to show you in, in u.s dollar terms um this is the ruble the, the Russian ruble now now today they have their inflation largely under control it would appear around two percent but it wasn't that long ago you know, 2015 2000 you know mostly 2015 where where Russia was experiencing over 10 percent inflation this could have gotten bad you know if we look at a long-term chart for the ruble um, this is a little blip right and of course this huge um, piece right back here and I'll have a little aside here this little piece back here or this huge spike here um, was of course the the collapse of the Soviet Union and and the ruble well totally totally the the, the whole landscape was changed um, back then you know I, I once was talking to this woman she is you know she's probably in middle aged you know if I want to I could probably calculate her exact age because she's telling me that I want to say she was in college or high school or you know anyways she grew up in the Soviet Union. Um, actually, I believe it was Kazakhstan that she grew up in. And she was there during the collapse of the Soviet Union. Okay. And, and you know, 
being being a bit of an economic mind and 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 geared towards economics and and currency and all that you know i was kind of asking some, her some questions this is just kind of an acquaintance that i happen to be talking to you know uh, this is probably a year or two ago now um and 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 you know she's telling me a little bit about it and and um yeah, I asked her, you know, what was it like with, 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 you know, the whole thing falling apart? And she just started talking about the ruble. Now, I don't know if they used the Russian ruble or if they had their, their old, own analog or exactly how she stated it. Or, or if Kazakhstan, as it fell apart, created their own new ruble. Or, I don't know the exact whole story of it, but the long story short, regardless, the, the currency was in free fall. It was, it was going through, through a lot of turmoil because the whole, um, the whole empire had fallen apart, right? And what she said, really surprised me okay we have our words for for why we like precious metals right fungibility and 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 the history behind it and and it's a tangible physical asset all that or whatever and and she was telling me that in that period of time what people wanted to buy the most right with their rubles what they wanted to spend the rubles on this was a causing inflation in the first place uh, to some extent tangible assets her words not mine tangible assets things like salt i think i remember her saying you know um especially ones that that were um had had a decent shelf life you know eggs maybe are a different story milk sure they're important but something like salt it sounds silly to 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 us you know us us uh you know westerners who who you know salt is cheap for us but salt for them was a wave hey hey i can spend all my rubles get rid of my rubles that are going to be maybe worth half of their current value a week from now and get salt and you know with that salt i well I, i've kind of preserved it in a sense right if if they somehow their means to to get a hold of, of a significant amount of silver or gold i'm sure they they would have chosen silver or gold as well tangible her words not mine so this chart right here is is telling um uh, of what a country's uh, uh, currency can do i mean i wonder you know in in retrospect how many people will wonder like the 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 roman empire in many ways you know currency destruction was was uh and economic issues as a whole was part of the reason that it, it fell apart and i wonder if people look back at russia and and the ruble and and you know how much role did that play as the as the union split up into to all of its uh you know all its current state um or at least what it was back in the early 90s but anyway zooming in here to the last five years lots of inflation here and again, if you look at the price of uh, silver over in ruble terms, totally different story, right? You had the peak here in 2011. Hey, guess what? That's about where it peaked out back in 2016, right? And it's down from there, down 30, uh, looks like, you know, maybe 30% or 25%, you know, down from around 1300 something to to slightly under 1,000 rubles per, per ounce of silver. But totally different story here totally different story and again if you look at where it is today compared to where it was in 2009 around 400 rubles up to almost a thousand you know a little over 400 to almost a thousand rubles huge difference totally different story currencies matter guys right and 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 what we see in these currencies whether we're talking about an exceptional case like venezuela india certainly turkey and what they're going through right now russia what they went through in you know a couple of years back um that can happen to the United States. And I eventually think it will happen, right? It's just that, you know, the U.S. has a huge economy, right? Uh, of course, it is it is uh, in many ways propped up by the petrodollar system, which slowly is being eroded away. 
Um, but but it has a it has a ton of history, right? The U.S. dollar has a lot of things going for it. Whether it's countries like Saudi Arabia um, supporting it, or the fact that that the U.S. and the U.S. dollar was was really um, in a favorable position coming out of World War II, right? To to really set up for us to be, to be an economic industrial powerhouse, and and thus our currency maybe followed suit. There's a lot of different reasons for for why. Um, you know, the U.S. dollar hasn't quite undergone this huge inflation, you know, besides what we had back in the 70s, at least in the last hundred years. But it's coming, right? It, it's just a it's just a, a matter of, of um, it's a matter of time and it's a matter of, of math, right? Ever increasing um, fiscal deficits require monetization of debt eventually, right? Either you have a whole collapse of the economy and a financial crisis, sorry, not a financial crisis, a sovereign debt crisis, which would certainly lead to a, a financial crisis. A sovereign debt crisis as one option, or, or the other option is that the central bank just buys up all that debt, right? And monetizes it, thus creating more and more inflation and destruction of the currency. That's really the two routes that, that the Fed and the federal government have, right? And you, you got to think that they're going to choose the hyperinflationary route, right? Um, it's it's less painful along the way, but the end result is, well, well, look at Venezuela. That's the end result, right? Now, the only the other charts that I want to show you here, I bring, I brought them up as well. Uh, this is actually something I show this in, in one of my past videos. This is the Turkish lira compared to the U.S. dollar. Okay, so back in 2013. It was around a two to one exchange ratio. In the last couple days, it just jumped above a five to one exchange ratio. That's that's up like up what like a hundred and fifty percent, I think. If I'm doing somebody check my math. Um hundred and fifty percent that the dollar is up versus the lira, right? That's that's telling. Um here we'll look at the, the ruble. Uh sorry, we'll get rid of that. This is over the last ten years. For a while there, um, maybe we'll zoom out a little bit more to get some context to this. So, so hit it low back in 2008, you know, of around 24 to one exchange ratio. Today, 63 something to one, right? At its peak here, um, you know, 75 to one exchange ratio between the U.S. dollar and the ruble. Okay, um, the, how about the rupee? Because because we're you know these are the three currencies we're talking about here. Um, 2008. We had the trough. We had the the bottom here of around forty to one, thirty nine something to one. Okay, today over sixty eight to one. Okay, the the U.S. dollar, interestingly enough, for for all of its problems and and for everybody talking about how it's eventually going to fall apart, um, has done well against a lot of of these currencies. I'm just showing. Um, you know, it, it's not always the same story, or maybe not as extreme for some other currencies like the yen. Um, you know, if I brought up the Japanese yen here, it's not always the same story when it comes to other currencies, especially some of the larger ones. Okay, so look at this right here. I mean, this is more or less even, right? If you bring up the euro, it's not going to be as extreme as some of the other ones. Okay, um, but that that also has to do with with kind of their i guess the difference between these what you'd call developed markets or de- developed currencies and emerging currencies emerging market currencies and the emerging market currencies have just in many ways gotten slaughtered in some ways they are just inherently maybe a little bit less stable not to say that any fiat currency should be considered stable um but you know i, I do believe that that this type of 
uh, you know, devaluation. Um, it, it, it basically what it shows us is that the U.S. dollar right now is in a period of relative strength compared to a lot of emerging market currencies, um, but it's still it's still deeply flawed, right? It's still a deeply flawed currency. It's it's a it's a doomed fiat currency as well. Um, it's just that you know for a while the U.S. dollar might end up being you know the last man standing, right? Or maybe the dollar, the yen, uh, the euro, and maybe the pound. Maybe those will be the last ones standing. Um, but eventually, you know, all fiat currencies die the same death, and that's a death of, of either hyperinflation or, you know, the, the end of the currency because of, of the end of, of uh, you know, the, the, the country that, that the currency serves or whatever, you know, one or the other. Um, but, but that's where it's eventually heading. And, and you know, if, if you look at this chart over here for the, uh, what was this, Turkish lira? Yeah silver in Turkish layer terms, you know, this is what, how, how would I would expect um, silver to, to behave right here early on in a, in a, um, you know, dollar collapse situation, right? Much, much further to go from there, but this would be the early stages of it, right? Breaking those, those old highs from, from back in 2011. And, and then it's just kind of off to the races from there. So yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. Um, Certainly, if, if you want to support my channel, I've talked about this a couple times in the past, but but check down below in the description of this video, and there's a link to my Patreon account. Um, check it out. Uh, you guys don't need to to necessarily sign up or anything like that, but check it out. There's some sweet perks over there that that uh, help you guys get get more involved in content creation. In fact, you know I have a couple of videos that that are in my queue to to kind of record and then create um, that, that were suggested by my Patreon creator. So definitely check that out. You can support me as for as little as a dollar a month. Um, I mean, what's a dollar uh, in the whole scheme of things, especially when we account for massive inflation, but you know, as little as a dollar a month, it's a great way for you to, to kind of pay me back, I guess, um, for, for all the value that, that I believe I deliver to you guys in these videos. But certainly, you know, more than anything else, I'm just happy to have you guys here watching this in the first place. So uh, check it out if you feel compelled to do so. Um, sign up. But if not, I'm happy to have you guys here. And I'm always happy to hear your feedback in these videos. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video. And God bless.